This season, the Old Gold Club and Wolves TV Matchday Live are powered by Blythe Group. An industry-leading construction company and family-run business since 1982, driving investment and infrastructure across the UK. Blythe Group's mission is to provide an unrivaled service based on innovative, bespoke building solutions and comprehensive customer support. If you're a skilled tradesperson and you want to join the team that powers our team, contact their bases in Wolverhampton, Manchester or Maidenhead via theblythegroup.co.uk. Blythe Group. Big enough to deliver, small enough to care. Old Gold Club, powered by Blythe Group, official partner of Wolverhampton Wanderers. So hello there and welcome to another in our mini-series here on the old gold club as we look back on some memorable golden games from the past talking to those who've been involved in them or just watch them um this guy we've been trying to get on the old gold club for a while but he's got a habit of not really being in the uk very much hello neil emblem how you going mickey you good i'm good thank you mate um where are you at the minute i'm in in denver at the moment um I did have to travel back to New Zealand. My my family, immediate family, there in uh, New Zealand. So uh, obviously, with the coronavirus, I had to just go and make sure that they were all good. But I'm obviously I'm I'm working in America now. I've been here for two and a half years now, and uh, in Denver, Colorado, sort of with the MLS team. And uh, Jack Price is one of the players. So yeah, it's uh, uh it's good, but it's a, a bit of a weird time at the moment. I was going to say. Jack Price is there. Did you kind of know him beforehand or know? I, I guess you would have known of him because you still watch quite a lot of Wolves games. Yeah, yeah, knew of him. Um, and I knew he was a good character. And, and um, yeah, when, when the, the club was doing the due diligence on him, it was just before basically I came. And it was quite, quite weird that we sort of basically joined near enough at the same time. Uh, but no, he's a great lad. He's, I think he got 14 assists last year. Uh, player, I think he was player of the year. He's been player of the year, I think, the last two years you know, since he's come to the club. So he's yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing player. Great lad off the pitch, great in the changing room, and uh, he's been a, a fantastic signing. I think it, you know we both sort of realised, you know, that at the end of our wolf time, the players that were coming in um, were sort of we realised well we probably had to move on from the club, and we, we've got similarities there. You know, when Dave Jones came in the Ilka player that he was bringing in to sort of replace me in midfield. I think now players like Moutinho, you know, coming in, Pricey sort of knows as well that he needs to go away and, and uh, you know, continue his career somewhere else. You know, obviously he'd love to have stayed at Wolves, but I think he's quite understanding of the where the club was going and the level of player that was coming in. So, we've, yeah, we've got that in common as well, which is quite good. Quite good. I mean... Your game that you've picked is right at the start of your first spell with the club because, and we'll get to kind of the the two spells if we have time. But certainly, we'll talk about that when we do a full episode of Old Gold Club with you. But talk. Let me know 
the game you've picked is from 1994, August 1994. What have you gone for? I've gone for the Black Country Derby. I think it was the 134th <laughs> Black Country Derby. Uh, it was a yeah, it was a, a two-nil win against West Brom at Molineux. Um, probably should have been five or six, to be honest. We, we totally dominated the game. For me personally, after my horrendous debut, uh, which I still can't believe we won one nil. Um, you know, it was basically my my the first time I really showed the supporters what I was about. I felt, and it got my Wolves career definitely uh, sort of going from that point. So um, yeah, it was a, a big game for me, sort of emotional game. Twenty seven thousand foot for a full out at, at Molineux, and it, it just from start to finish, it, we just we just totally dominated. Because I know you didn't play, you played in the, obviously, as you mentioned, that opening game against Reading. You didn't play against Notts County. Were you dropped then for that game? Yeah, I got dropped, yeah, and, and rightly so. After I mean, we won one nil. Normally, everybody says, like, you keep a winning team. Um, but that day, Mike Dow kept us in the game. I, I was horrendous, <clears throat> you know, and I'm quite quite openly saying, we have, have lots of banter with football fans on Twitter reminding me about my debut and, and, and my first touch in a Wolves shirt and you know, I literally tripped over the ball, Mickey. You know, I don't know if you remember it. I tried I tried to be tried to be clever. Got got the ball off Stowley, wanted to show the play wanted to show the fans I could play a little bit. It was uh, I'm trying to blame the pitch, but the pitch was in unbelievable condition. But um, yeah, I literally just tried to roll the ball out of my feet just to sort of get my head up and knock a long ball. And literally just tripped over it, um, and thankfully they didn't capitalise or score. But it was yeah, it was horrendous. And uh, I just just remember that that the whole sort of who's this guy we've signed? You know, it's uh, the crowd just all you know. It was that twenty seven thousand people going, oh, what we got here? Um, and this game basically, you know, I played eighty five minutes in it, and. Um, yeah, it was uh, sort of literally. I think I think what happened actually, I got dropped against Notts County, and then you remember the Anglo-Italian Cup. Yeah. Well, well, we we went away to Lecce, and Graham Taylor stuck me on in midfield. I think for the second half, and just said, "Look, go and enjoy yourself. Go and go and express yourself. It's a pretty low pressure game." Um, I don't think any of it was on TV and stuff like that. I don't even know whether they would have got highlights. TV, so he just sort of said, "Look, you know, he was basically made some changes. Go, go and go and enjoy yourself. Go and have a run around in midfield." And obviously, he'd he'd um, he'd signed me really predominantly to play centre back. I think he knew I could play midfield, but um, so he, I think he was probably going, "Look, have a gamble. Let's let's see what he's like in midfield." And I played played quite well that night. And I don't know who he left out. But looking back, I don't know who he left out for me to put me back in for this Albion game. Um, but that player would have probably been very disappointed because they, they drew away at Notts County. Um, but, you know, again, I, I, I think that he wanted to get me back in involved because he'd signed me and they played paid reasonable amount of money for me as well. So he wanted to get me back in the mix and, you know, thankfully he did for that game. And it was obviously, I, I, must, have, I must have been nervous after my debut, but... I think after the first few touches and how dominant we were, 
in the game, it, it sort of settled me in and and uh, I could feel the crowd sort of just getting behind me with every sort of moment that I had in, in the game. So, uh, yeah, it was it was uh, definitely a, a, a sort of a game changer for me that that game was. Well, I mean, I've got the I've got the complete record book out in front of me because this is an era that's kind of it was it was the internet was a thing, but these games weren't weren't being recorded on the internet. So I've had to kind of dig into the history, literally the history books, to try and find because you wanted me to try and find the Albion lineup from this game. I've got I reckon I've got eight or nine of them. Okay, uh, just through looking at. Yeah. Well, we'll come yeah. to that because I've I've got their squad list up. We were going to try and go through it, but I can tell you that because say you, you according to the history books were number seven in this game, yeah, which, which suggests that you played right midfield. Well, looking at the highlights and and sort of what I remember, we played three in the middle of midfield. I was more the anchor, um, and then we played Darren Ferguson, Jeff Thomas as sort of more attacking midfielders, like a, like you'd have a, a, a number six now and then two eights uh, in the modern game. So this um, was ahead of its time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I was definitely a holder. I definitely had to sit in front and <laughs> protect. Um, but but you know Graham uh, and, and um, Steve Harrison, the two coaches at the time, they they knew I wanted to get forward, and they knew that. You know that one of one of the other two would sit if I went, and it worked really well this game because they played like a four four two. You know, I'm sort of looking back, thinking of it as like a coach now. I'm looking at the game as a coach rather than playing in it, and I think we dominated because we had uh, Froggy and Paul Birch that were playing on the wings. Yeah, and their their wingers were so uh, they were dropping back so much to double up because of the threat of those two that we were three against two in the middle of midfield and they had uh, Mike Phelan and uh, Lad Hamilton that played in midfield for them. And I just remember us, us dominating those two, uh, the three of us. And, and, you know, that sort of basically put us on the front foot and and uh, everybody that game just seemed to get the better of their opponent. It was, you know, it was a... Uh, we were right up for it. They were coming to Molyneux. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it was a tough day for a lot of their players. I remember their fullbacks having nightmares. Um, and uh, yeah, I, look, it, it was just I'm looking at it from uh, actually, Bully didn't even play in the game. No, he didn't. Uh, David, yeah, David Kelly played as a striker and he scored one and he got the penalty for the other goal. So um, <clears throat> yeah, I think Bully must have picked up a little injury, um, or he might have been on the bench for it. Um, just. You know, if we needed to put him on, he was he was ready to come on. I'm not sure, but yeah, it was uh, looking at it tactically like that. It was it's sort of we were just set up to to dominate in the middle of the pitch. Um, were you aware that Wolves hadn't won a Black Country derby in the last four? They'd lost both of them the season before. So was that something that would have been talked about amongst the team? Yeah, sure it was. Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember um, before the game, Graham Taylor obviously saying that the year before they'd lost both games. So, um, and didn't really realise until I stepped out that day what it what it meant to the fans. Um, so, 
you know, once you, you, you gather that, once you actually realize that and that every moment, every action that you have means so much more on that day. Um, and, you know, it was, it was just, I, I got that pretty much straight away and, and, you know, wanted to do what I could to make sure that the fans and the players did, all our players did, wanted to make sure that, that you know, we, we had a really good group. We had a quite an experienced older group, really. And they knew what it meant. And um, I just think on this day, every player was, was on it. I think the only real young players, well, I mean, I was one of the youngest in the team, but, but Jamie Smith at right back, he was he was a young lad who, who you know, Birmingham born. And I think he, he obviously knew the how big an occasion it was. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just, yeah, everybody just, was on it and um and 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 the, the crowd just were amazing that day i was, just remember the crowd was there a part just, of you that kind of feels like you were naturally suited to derby occasions i mean you'd come from millwall you know what it's like to play in front of a, a hostile crowd at times and also the way that you play the game. You know, I know that you've seen it on social media when we've asked questions about, you know, cult heroes and your name always comes up in that bracket, that there is something about you, the way you see the game, the way you played the game, that just fits these kind of occasions. Uh, maybe. I mean, I was, still, I was still nervous and I didn't want to let anybody down. Um, but... You know, I mean, one thing that Graham Taylor, I'll never forget. He, he told me, he said, Neil, no one can ever stop you making a run or a tackle or, you know, it was literally, and I sort of always took that into these games and it was like, a lot of the time it was 4-4-2 v 4-4-2. So if my central midfielder didn't come back with me, if I made a run, I would be slightly worried that if they broke away, you know, would we, would we be able to deal with it? But if he didn't come with me and, and you know, being a, a tall guy for a, a midfielder when I played in there, if I was arriving in the box and splitting the two centre-backs and and basically we'd have two strikers being marked by two centre-backs, you know, if my man didn't come with me and I got a chance, there would be a chance of me being the hero and scoring a goal. But you always had to sort of had that little worry in your mind. If he cheated on you, you had to get back to make sure... Um, you know that that he didn't hurt me the other way. So there was there was a little bit of me in that where I I knew that I had you know this time of my career I felt I was really energetic and I would cover it you know a lot of a lot of ground um, and I felt that I was a good strong runner. So I, I backed myself in that way um, in the in in these games, especially that season where I played a lot in midfield or mostly in midfield. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, I think there's a little bit of it. I think my record in derbies was better. We won more than we than we lost. Um, it was always tough going, to, um, you know, to their place. Uh, but um, I love that you don't even want to say what it's called. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, nah, look, I've still got, I've still got that. I've still got that in me. It's, it's, it's sort of. I think that's why the affiliation to the supporters, and I'm sure their players are the same. Now they wouldn't want to stay. So it was. It's you know. It was when when you live around that for so long, and I, you know, probably with my spell at Wolves, so I probably had around ten years in the Midlands. You 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 sort of get that. You you hear it every day, and people are looking for that fixture, and it, it's 
and it, it's, it got inbred in me, you know, it was like, yeah, we can't, we can't, um, you know, I'm not going to talk about them. I'm not going to call them their real name. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, um, I love that so not, much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it just, it still is. It still is in me. And, and, you know, in a way I can't, like, it's been a long time between, between meetings now, between the two clubs. Um, and I'd love to see it get, get back again. I hope that everyone would keep their emotions in check and, and, and realize, you know, it's, it's just football. It's just, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a game, it's points, it's, it, you know, but that, that, that was bragging right, you know, since I think, what is it, 2012, I think it is, there's mm. the last game. Um, you know, it's, it's been a long time. So it'd be good if they, if these, these games, you know, became a, a yearly fixture again. Well, this is the thing though, isn't it? Of like, it, in a way, it would be a shame if it were to come back, but in the current climate with no supporters, because, you know, we are sat here, what, 26 years on, talking about a game that clearly the atmosphere is a big part of why it was your favourite game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, you know, our, our crowd that day literally just put them to bed. You know, there, there was no... There was no, I didn't fear or have any sense of the away fans that day, um, you know. And that's when you look back, that's 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 kind of cool, you know. The fact that I didn't even, I wasn't even aware they had supporters in the stadium um, because our fans just drowned them out and, and got behind the team so well that, you know, I mean, we we took the lead in 22 minutes and we was on the front foot from minute one, so our crowd knew that, you know barring, you know, catastrophe, bad mistake, that we were going to be on the front foot in this game. Um, but that, that kind of feeling is nice that, that you know, when um, when you're a home player and the home fans are just literally nullified the any away support that's there um, is, is a cool thing. So uh, that definitely helped us. You know what's strange about you cho- choosing this game? That you had... 235 to choose from and you scored 16 goals in your career at Wolves there will be few if any I think who will select a game certainly in certain positions that they didn't score in yeah I mean you could have picked uh, yeah. you could have picked some other I mean you scored some good goals some important goals yeah yeah I mean like I've, yeah I know I mean a game that was very close to me was the following home game against Tranmere, um, it was unfortunately um, the first home game after Billy Wright's passing, and um, it was an emotional day for everybody. Again, a full house at Molyneux, uh, and we won two 0 that day. And I scored a, you know, one of the best strikes I scored with my feet for Wolves. Definitely, I hit like a 20, 25 yarder, and it sort of flew in. Um, and that was a, a great day for me. I felt. Uh, after the momentum of the Albion game, um, I, I felt that momentum going into that game, and, and that was the following home game. So that game was close, and that game would have been pro- probably personally a more, you know, I, I also a bit, I'm a, I'm a bit pissed with David Kelly for scoring the second goal because I was right behind, <laughs> I, was, I was right, I was right behind, I was right behind him. Um, literally, that that the second goal is ridiculous. Like. I think it's Paul Marden's marking me. I just creep off his back shoulder 
David Kelly crept off somebody and Paul Blade slipped it on and, and I would have just loved the day even more if that had been my head knocking it in rather than David Kelly's. But, um, you know, I was just happy that we got the second goal. It was a, a good moment for him. But, yeah, if, if anybody sees that, the fixture and and sees the second goal, they'll see me right behind, um, you know, David Kelly. And I think I punched the net in celebration um, because I sort of knew that was game, set and match at that moment. 28th of August, 1994, Wolves 2, West Bromwich Albion 0. T- nearly 28,000 were there to see it. You didn't score, but I love that that is your favourite ever game in your Wolves career. And Because I say, there were an awful lot to choose from. You could have had so many, Neil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just a, it was the start of, uh, for me, it was just the start of this, this bond and this this sort of uh, yeah this love I have for for the football club really um, obviously immensely proud of what's gone on in the last few years uh, when I was back when I was back last year uh, two years ago actually getting my passport um, ready to come to Colorado you know obviously the team was I think they were top of the championship at the time and it was a game against Sheffield United and totally dominated the game and I had a half-time interview. And I sort of said, look, this is the, you know, I'm so glad for what what the fans are watching at the moment. And I knew they were going to make it. I knew they were going to get get up. And obviously with the backing of the club and and the, 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 just the management they've got in there now and the way he's, you know, the way Nuno's galvanised the whole club, supporters in with the players, everybody going in the same direction. It's just, you know, things are just going to get better. So... Um, yeah, I mean that this game is just the start of my love for it, and it and it continues, and uh, and uh, I can't wait to 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 watch the boys play again in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for listening to the Old Gold Club, powered by Blythe Group. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and rating from wherever you get your podcasts. Wolves TV, the home of live uninterrupted radio commentary of every single Wolves game. But that's not all. Wolves TV also brings you extended and alternative match highlights, interviews with the team, behind-the-scenes features and training coverage, plus see every goal Wolves score from every angle. So check out Wolves TV online at wolves.co.uk or on the move via the Wolves app.